DJ Del Dilla, the wake up workout every single morning at 8 a.m. You don't want to miss that. It's now 810. Joining us, a very special guest uh, for an event that's happening to commemorate and to honor the birthday of Emmett Till. His 80th birthday uh, would be July 25th, 2021. And on the line, we have Deborah Watts. She's an author, motivational speaker, and entrepreneur. After spending 22 years in corporate America, Deborah became uh, the CEO of Watts 5 Enterprises, which is an international marketing, management, and business consultant to numerous organizations. She's also the cousin of the late Emmett Till and also now the co-founder and board president of the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation amongst um, um, uh, 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 just a plethora of other things that you've done in your career. Good morning, Deborah. How are you? Good morning, and I'm I'm great. It's good to great have to be you. on KMOJ. Thank you, thank you. How are you feeling? You know, it has been a a challenging but uh, inspiring time. Just uh, pulling everything together for this uh, this opportunity. This is um, a great opportunity to be back in the Twin Cities uh, with uh, some of our events. Uh, we've been away for a little bit in in the South, uh, in Emmett's hometown, in the Chicago, and then also in the South um, where Emmett was was actually murdered. But then also where we have. Uh, some efforts going on with uh, connecting the community uh, with his case and then also tours that we we're doing there called the Till Trail of Tears and Terror and on commemorate, commemorating uh, his birth date and then also his uh, unfortunate death August 28, 1955. So it's good to be, be uh, back in the Twin Cities. Absolutely. Well, welcome back. We definitely appreciate you coming out and to, to bring this uh, celebration to the Twin Cities. Tell us about your journey so far. I, obviously, like you say, you've been everywhere just honoring your cousin. Uh, tell us specifically get into the foundation and what's that journey been like? Yes. Well, you know, um, Emmett um, Till's great-grandfather and, and my great-grandfather are brothers. And so our family is pretty close uh, they all were raised in the south in, in the Mississippi area, migrated to Chicago, Detroit, uh, California, areas in California, and also in Nebraska. And I was born and raised in Nebraska and oftentimes was um, had visits by uh, Emmett's mother and his grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is after his death. And, um, you know, it became really curious about, you know, her life, seeing her in Jet Magazine, seeing her on television with NAACP and other organizations talking about, you know, other initiatives, whether it was voting or anti-lynching and things like that. So um, she was my shero. And with that, unfortunately, after her 47-year journey and battle for for justice for Emmett, she passed in 2003. But before that, I promised her that I would not allow his death to be in vain and that we would do whatever we could to try to still achieve justice for Emmett. And so that started uh, something where we, you know, first I wrote a book in 98 called 101 Ways to Know You're Black in Corporate America and uh, his mother uh, did the forward of that book and uh, then in 2003 she passed and in 2005 we launched the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation which is a family uh, run uh, organization with family members because it's about the legacy that we want to uphold it's mm-hmm. about the, the his death that we don't want to be in vain and it's about the justice we all still want to achieve mm-hmm. 
So that's what that's that's how that started in in 2005. We kicked it off in Chicago um, with a commemoration event for the 50th anniversary of, of Emmett's uh, murder, and it was uh, quite a three day event that we put on. Uh, people came from all across the country as well to be with us for that, and um, <clears throat> we have been still. Uh, connecting the past to the present and future and that means our young people we know we need to educate them about the past that includes Emmett and others even before Emmett Mm -hmm. and then also connected with the present and that's what's happening today with all the connection or the parallels with uh, the continuous thread that's running through with murder, with police violence, with racially motivated murders as well, and then also the future. We've got to make sure our young people are prepared, that they understand the history, mm-hmm. and that they understand where we've been, and hopefully we don't want repeats, and that's our hope, is that we're not repeating what happened in the past. So whether they are civically engaged, they uh, run for office, they work at, as advocates, on bills and laws that help turn this thing around and help right the wrongs, uh, that's that's what we're hoping to inspire. Um, we're hoping to inspire people like yourself, mm-hmm. others, and in every walk of life, there's something any one of us can do, mm-hmm. whether it is opening up a platform, whether it's writing a letter to a legislator, or whether it's making a call to a congressman, making them accountable, or whether it's standing in solidarity mm-hmm. with the many families like ourselves who have lost loved ones to violence and uh, racially motivated murder along with uh, police violence and uh, racism as well. Absolutely. We're talking to Deborah Watts. She's an author, motivational speaker, and entrepreneur. She's also board president of the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation, and she's also the cousin of Emmett Till. We're talking about an event that's happening, uh, Emmett Till's 80th birthday commemoration that's happening July 23rd through the 25th here in the Twin Cities. Uh, tell us, uh, Deborah, where is the case of, of Emmett Till's death? What's going on with that case? Is that case now, is that still remaining open? Yes, it is. Unfortunately, uh, you know, Emmett's uh, case was closed in 2007. It was reopened, or opened, I should say, in 2004, one year after Emmett's mother died, right? She didn't didn't know that this, I mean, she had suspicions that this might happen, but she never got to see the day, you know, that it would be reopened. So there was an investigation. Unfortunately, it was closed in 2007 uh, in Mississippi. The case was given to the DA there, Joyce. Child, and then uh, after a book was written, uh, The Blood of Emmett Till by a professor, uh, Timothy Tyson, uh, he indicated that Carolyn Bryant Donham, who happens to be, and I should say, the last living accomplice in Emmett Till's murder, uh, kidnapping, and murder, Mm -hmm. uh, he indicated that she recanted her story. So that went like wildfire all across media outlets, but we later found that her family denied that she recanted, so she's still sticking to the lie. And so then the case was reopened by the Department of Justice in uh, 2017. So we still await mm-hmm. that investigation. We still await uh, Carolyn Bryan being uh, charged mm-hmm. with murder and kidnapping. We still await uh, justice. Right. So the case is still open. Carolyn Bryan is still alive. She's in her 80s, and she's never been served a warrant for her arrest. Mm. 
She's never been charged. She's been questioned, of course, Mm -hmm. but we don't really know the results of that questioning. And we have not seen any updates from the Department of Justice. Uh, We've been writing them. We've been um, uh, really knocking on the door of Dwayne Richardson out of Mississippi, Mm -hmm. who has this case. But we also uh, have the Department of Justice and with the newly appointed Attorney General, uh, Maryland, uh, I think it's uh, Maryland, um, oh gosh, <laughs> not saying his name right, but the Civil Rights Division, Christian Clark, and then Merrick Garland, I'm sorry, Merrick Garland um, is the Attorney General at the Department of Justice. We're hoping that they will pay attention to this, apply some pressure on Dwayne Richardson. This, it's been far too long. We're sure. almost approaching 66 years. Mm. Of, of Emmett's murder. So it's time, it's time for, I think, our community to gain some healing. We need the truth. We need Carolyn Bryant to speak her truth. Our our family needs to have closure. Mm-hmm. And we need justice for Emmett Till. We do. We need justice. Absolutely, we do. Uh, and, and now we're here at Emmett's uh, 80th birthday commemoration. Tell us, let's talk uh, about this event that's happening throughout the Twin Cities uh, July 23rd through the 25th. There's a prayer vigil. There's there's music for Emmett. There's a, un- a, t- a unity event that's happening. Uh, you have people like Keith Ellison that's going to be in attendance and more. Can you tell us about these events that's happening throughout the Twin Cities? Yes, yes, thank you. We are kicking off on the 23rd with the Youth Roundtable. We uh, never want to go forward without our young people being involved. Mm-hmm. And that event is called Hear My Voice, Are You Listening? It's actually a virtual panel of our panelists including uh, Attorney General Keith Ellison, a couple of my uh, cousins, uh, Wheeler Parker, who was actually had actually traveled from Mississippi or from Chicago to Mississippi with Emmett, along with the FBI investigator Dale Killinger, and then we have uh, Professor and author Akinyele Umoja, who wrote the book. We will shoot back our part of a panel that will be engaging with young people on the 23rd. The young people have been assembled by Jerome Treadwell, who's the president of the NAACP St. Paul Mm -hmm. and also uh, one of the founders of the Minnesota Teen Activist Group. So he's assembled his... uh, I guess his comrades, his partners, you know, his um, members of the NAACP in a room where we're going to have this virtual discussion, and it will be available. We will stream that on uh, SPNN's Facebook page, and then we'll put a link on our Emmett Till Legacy Foundation Facebook page as well, so others can watch and be a part of the audience. Then on the uh, 24th, we are doing an event uh, where we're including, uh, it's a private event, we're including the families of the victims, and uh, that is going to be some live performances. Uh, and then on Sunday, his actual birth date, we will have a march and rally that's being hosted by families, supporting families mm-hmm. against police violence. That's going to be at the governor's mansion. Uh, just watch out for details for that. I believe that's going to be at 3 o'clock, and they're going to be honoring Emmett Till during that time and standing in solidarity with our family. Um, Then at uh, uh, 6 o'clock that evening, we're doing a uh, virtual broadcast where we've assembled um, performers, tributes. Uh, We're going to talk about legislation, which we have called HF. 
2586, House File 2586, which is called the Emmett Lewis Till Victims Recovery Program. Mm -hmm. This is something that's focused on empowering the families of the victims. There's usually nothing out there. There's nothing in the country out there that I think speaks to the heart and mind and about healing of those families. Right. The wounds are open every time we talk about a loved one that's been murdered or their lives have been stolen. And so this is an opportunity for us to do that with House File 2586. And then on, um, let's see, Sunday evening, uh, we have... Uh, a prayer and candlelight vigil down in George Floyd Square. The public is invited both to tune in mm -hmm. for the virtual at 6 o'clock, that broadcast and that um, performance. It's going to be music, tributes, 6 o'clock. We'll put that on our Facebook page as well. And then at 8.30, we're going to be assembling down at George Floyd Square where there is a mural that someone did. It's a large mural of Emmett Till. And so there we're working with the George Floyd Memorial uh, group there, with some of the family members. We'll there, be there for a prayer and candlelight vigil at 8.30. So the public is invited to tune in at 6 and then also join us at 8.30 down at George Floyd Square for the prayer vigil. Beautiful, beautiful. All of these events and more can be found, I am assuming, on the Facebook page of Emmett Till. Uh, can they find out all of the information about these events at the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation's Facebook page? Yes, yes. Well, well Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. We're trying to use all of our platforms <laughs> right. uh, to, to you know, catch people. We have different audiences on each one. But we, um, you know, we, ju we just enjoy... Uh, and are so passionate about connecting, and we're so passionate about our youth and also our people, you know, sure. and our community. And, you know, it's so diverse, it's so beautiful, and I think there's one little story that's missing, and that's Emmett's and the work that the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation has been doing. We've been pretty quiet, and I think it's time after 16 years, you know, for us to share uh, some of our programs, like the Power of History, Turning Tragedy, into Triumph, which we do all across the country. Um, and then also Hear My Voice, Are You Listening, which is the, the event that we're doing on Friday. Um, and then uh, showing our documentary, Who Killed Them at Till? And then also screening the untold story. We engage with audiences, whether it's private homes, schools, colleges, universities, to uh, even churches and other places, corporations. Um, we just... We just are so energized about making those connections and them hearing Emmett's story. And I'll tell you, it does something. It just does something when you hear about the journey mm -hmm. and you know we're making that connection with the past to the present and the future and how important it is for us to continue on this journey of justice for all, actually justice for all, justice Absolutely. for all the sto stolen lives, justice for Emmett Till. We want to encourage people to wear black and white over the weekend because mm -hmm. that's our powerful yet, um, it's a silent yet powerful protest against all the violence and the hatred and racism in our country. 
And so wear your black and white all weekend, but particularly on Sunday, the 25th. All right. Well, thank you so much. We're just about out of time. We appreciate you so much, Deborah, uh, for everything you're doing. Author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, amongst other things, cousin of uh, Emmett Hill and the founder, co-founder and board president of the Emmett Hill Legacy Foundation. You can find out about those and all of the events that's happening throughout the Twin Cities at the Emmett Hill Legacy Foundation Facebook page and also all of their other social media. Thank you so much, Deborah. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Not a problem. It's 826. Up next, Larry Fitzgerald.